All right, all right. Hello, hello. Hey, everybody. Good morning. I heard a good morning. I can't quite see. Good morning, everybody. We're so glad uh, to be celebrating with you for Family Sunday. It's awesome to have our kids. So great. Hey, let's just thank our kids one more time for leading us in worship. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And so, man, thank you to Evan and to Abby for doing that and for you kids for leading us in worship. And so, now we're excited to dive into God's Word together, to study God's Word, and to specifically take time to look at one of my favorite stories uh, and unpack it in such a way that is helpful for our kiddos. So today's sermon is really geared primarily towards them, and it's going to be a little shorter and a little more focused in some ways, but still relevant to all of us as we uh, dive into this awesome word picture that Jesus gives us out of Matthew chapter 5, the Sermon on the Mount. So, so let me pray. And we can dive in. So, Father, we thank you for this time. God, it's so awesome just to see our kids up here laughing and jumping. It's so great to be back at Herndon Middle again after a year and a half. And in a lot of ways, I know for many of us, uh, this just kind of feels like home in some cool ways. And so we just praise you for that. And we pray that you continue just to keep everybody healthy and safe. But pray that this would just feel really good for a lot of people. And it would be an encouragement to our souls. And even just an encouragement because we have our kids here worshiping with us. So, Father, we just want to commit this time to you, and we love you. Amen. All right, all right. So you can turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 5. So for you kids, that's about, that's the beginning of the New Testament. It's about three-quarters of the way into the Bible. You can ask an adult to help you. Matthew, chapter 5. Matthew, chapter 5. That's where we're going to be. And we also have those sermon handouts, uh, which you can get right in the back there. There we go. There they are. So Stacy has a bunch of them. If you need one, you can follow along and fill in the blanks. They're very simple. There's some funny answers in there, too. Um, so check those out. But here's what's going on in this story, okay? Here's what's going on. Jesus is teaching outside on a hill next to a huge lake called the Sea of Galilee. And so we're actually going to put this picture on the screen. The Sea of Galilee. There it is. So this is, let me not trip over Abby's guitar stuff. So this is kind of the setting where Jesus would have been teaching, right? So it's really pretty, a big open field, kind of a hill, right next to the water, and that's the Sea of Galilee, and this is kind of the area where Jesus did his ministry. And so here's what I want us to do now. So take a good look. Everybody, take a good look at this picture, right? You can see it. And so here's what I want us to do. I want us to close our eyes and to imagine that we are there in that picture. So let's all close our eyes, all you adults and kids. And imagine that you're right there, sitting in the grass. Kids, maybe you're sitting with your parents or your friends. You can feel the wind rushing up the hill. You can maybe even smell the sea. You can hear the birds chirping in those trees off to the side. And then Jesus starts to teach, and here is what he says. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its taste, how shall it be, its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. And you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to everybody in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good deeds, your good works, and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Okay, you can, you can open your eyes. 
So Jesus just said that we are like two things in these verses, all right? So any kid in the room, can any kid just shout out really loud what two things Jesus said that we are like? What did Jesus just say? You can shout it out as loud as you want. Salt. Okay, (laughs) that might have been my kid. All right, that's the first thing. What was the second thing? Oh, light. Can't see you, but it sounded great. Salt and light. Jesus said that we are like salt and light. So that's, that's kind of strange, right? That's weird. What? We're people. We're not salt and light. So why would Jesus say this? What does Jesus mean? Thank you again, Levi. Thank you. Shouldn't have given him the, pre, the preview there, tested it on him. He already knows all the answers. All right, so hey, we're going we're gonna to figure out what it means when Jesus says that we are like salt and light. Okay, so we're going to figure this out. So first, Jesus says that we are like salt. And to help us explain this, so Miss Lindsay, uh, you can get going there with our treat. Miss Lindsay is going to hand out a special treat to all the kids. Miss Stacy is going to hand out a special treat to all of the kids. So we've got some potato chips, right? Potato chips in church. Come on, man. Does it get any better than that? All right, so we're going to pass around the chips, and when you kids, when you get your chips, you can open them up, and you can start snacking. Enjoy your chips. I hear the, I hear the, the ruffling there. It's a good sign. So grab your chips, and, and everybody, here's what you need to do. Get your chips and take a bite. So take a bite of chips. All right, take a bite of chips. There we go. The ambient sound of potato chips. Isn't that nice? All right, hey, kids, how do the chips, how do they taste? Are they good? They good? Oh, what'd you say? Was that Reagan? Not that salty. Interesting. Interesting that she would say that. So here's my question to you. Here's my question to you kids, all right? And again, you can shout it out loud. Why are the chips so tasty? Why do they taste good? Because they're salty? Okay, Caleb. Yeah, that's it. That's it. The chips have salt, and it's the salt that gives the chips their flavor. The salt is what makes the chips so tasty. So as you eat the chip, right, the salt brings you joy. It makes you happy because of the delicious flavor. And so Jesus says to us, he says that when we follow Jesus, when we love and when we trust him, when we share our love for Jesus with others, we are like salt. We bring joy to others. Right When we share Jesus' love with our friends and neighbors, we bring joy to our friends and neighbors. When we share Jesus' kindness to our families, we bring joy to our families. When we share Jesus' love with our teachers, we bring joy to our teachers. And you guys know what? Listen to this. Listen to this. When we share Jesus' kindness with people who aren't very nice to us, maybe even people who have been mean to us or unkind, we can share Jesus' love with them too, which is awesome. And so... Just like the salt on the chip brings you joy and makes you happy, we also bring joy when we show the flavors of God's love and kindness. Just like Jesus did when he came and when he lived on earth and when he died on the cross for our sins and forgives us as we trust in him. So that's why Jesus says that we're like salt. Salt brings a good flavor to the chips and it brings us joy. And when we share the flavor of Jesus' love, we make others happy. We bring them God's joy. So we are like salt. All right, let's read our passage again. Let's keep going. Verse 14, let's read this. It says, you are the light of the world. 
A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. All right, so what is Jesus saying we're like here? We're like what? You can yell it out. They're so preoccupied with the chips. There it is, light. Thank you for the help, Latravia. Appreciate that. We are like light. So again, we're, we're people, right? We're not lights. We're people. So how is it that we're like lights? Why is Jesus telling us this? Let's first ask another question. Another question. Here's what we're going to ask. What do lights do? They shine. Shine. What else does light do? It helps us see. Light helps us see. Any, any, other, any other thoughts? You can yell it out. Stops us from hitting our toes on furniture. That is a big one. That happens in the middle of the night, and then we're not happy. So light, it pushes away darkness, and it helps us to see, right? So if you go in your dark closet with a flashlight, when you're in there and the lights are out, I mean, you can't see anything. It's just completely dark. But when you move that flashlight around, you can see, oh, there's a shirt there, or there's a dresser right there. You can see what is around you. You can see actually what is even what is true. It helps us to see what is hidden and what is there and helps us to know what is true and what is happening around us. Look at what Jesus says in verse 16. Jesus says this. He says, let your light shine before others so that they can see your good works and give glory to God. So when Jesus, Jesus says that when other people see our good works, we are like lights shining in the darkness. So Another question, you guys can shout it out, you kids. What do you guys think Jesus means by good works? What are good works? What would you say? What, oh, what is that? Listening, that's nice, being a good listener, that's a good work. What are some other good works? Obeying, that's a good one. Being nice, any others? Helping people, I like that one. Yeah, these are all good works, right? Helping somebody to the doctor, that's really good. So kindness, helping others, encouraging others when they're sad or hurt, loving others, sharing, these are all good works. And listen to this, kids, listen to this. Just like a flashlight helps us to see in the dark, our good works help others to see God's love. Our good works help people to see what God's love is like, to see his goodness. And because we are like lights, people will see through our actions what is true about God. People will see Jesus' love in us. And as they see this, as they see us because we're lights, they will give God glory. And what that means is that they will praise God and that they'll even want to know God themselves. And this is awesome because we want other people to know Jesus because he made us and he loves us and he wants to share his love with us. So when we have good works, we are like lights shining into the darkness. And so, man, God wants us to be like salt bringing flavor and joy to the world. And then God also wants us to be like lights bringing light to the darkness and showing everybody what God's love is like. But, there's a but, right? Because having good works, being like salt and light, it's hard. 
right? Sometimes obedience is hard. Sometimes following God is hard. We all make mistakes. Sometimes we're unkind. Sometimes we say things that we regret. But it's because we make these mistakes that Jesus came to help us. It's because we mess up, because we sin, that Jesus came to save us by faith. But it doesn't stop there, right? Jesus came to save us, not just to save us, but also to help us show his love to others, to be lights. And so, guys, man, we, we all know that, that showing Jesus' love and his kindness, being salt and light, oftentimes it's hard. It's hard for you. It's hard for me. Sometimes I even, Mr. Nick, I get frustrated with uh, my family or I get angry or whatever, and it's easy for me sometimes to get frustrated and impatient, and then I have to go to my sons, to Levi and to Remy, or to my wife, Miss Julian, to ask them to forgive me when I fail to be like salt and light to them or even to others. And so I need help with this. We, know, we all need help being like salt and light. We all need help showing love and kindness. And guess what? Here's the good news. The Bible says that God gives us a helper, the Holy Spirit, who when we place our faith in God, literally comes and lives inside of us. The Holy Spirit lives in us and speaks to us and leads us and ministers And we as a church can encourage one another in that. Romans 8.28 says that the Holy Spirit helps us when we're weak. And when we pray to God and when we ask him for help, God, listen to this, I love this. God gives us his power. God gives us the power to be salt and light. Ephesians 1.19, we'll have this on the screen right here. It says that we have God's incomparably great power for us who believe. And that's the same power as the mighty strength that he used when he raised Christ from the dead. So kids, listen to that. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead and made him come to life is the same power that we can have in us when we pray and when we seek God and when we look to him for our strength. Isn't that awesome? We can have God's power. And again, the main way that we find the power and the strength To be like salt and light is by asking the Holy Spirit to give us strength. So just waking up in the morning and saying, God, I need your help today. Help me to be kind. It's that easy. Give me strength, Lord, even though it's hard. And so I want to end today by teaching us all a prayer, a really short prayer. And we have this on some bookmarks in the back, so you can grab a bookmark. Uh, Everybody can. And this is something I think that would be really fun to read and to memorize before you Go to bed at night or even when you first wake up in the morning or just with your family over at dinner time, whenever. But I want to teach you this prayer so that you can ask God to give you the strength to be salt and light wherever you go and to show God's love and kindness to your friends and your neighbors and your family and your teachers so that more people might come to trust in Jesus as we are living like salt and light, that they might see God's love. So here's the prayer. We'll end with this. Here's the prayer. I'll put this on the screen, and I'll read this for us. So it's really simple, and it rhymes. It's really easy. The prayer is this. Listen to this. Lord, help me to be like salt today, showing your love in every way. And Jesus, be the light in me that shines your hope for all to see. Amen. I'll read that one more time for us. And again, we'll have these out in the back in a bookmark for you. Lord, help me to be like salt today, showing your love in every way. And Jesus, be the light in me that shines your hope for all to see.
Amen. And Father, we pray for all of us today, God, that you would help us to be salt and light. Lord, you say you want us to put on, man, the flavors of God's love, of God's love, that we, you call us to be kind and generous and loving and gentle and filled with truth. And you call us to do this so that people, like, so that we might, as lights, might shine in dark places and that people might see God's love all around us. So, Father, would you help us with this today? Would you give us strength? We can't do it by ourselves. We need you. And so we pray and we ask you every day, God, give us strength to be salt and light. We love you. Amen.